Good evening, and this is Enlightenmental 1.7, Imposter Syndrome Part 2. You are worthy, get worthy. Stay tuned. The world measures worthiness, in theory, by merit. You get certain rewards for the amount of work you put in. You get the grades you get because of how hard you worked. You're able to access the best higher education because of those grades. You get the degree which enables you to get the job which pays you the salary that in theory reflects all the work you put in and the value that you add to society. As a human, I am acutely aware of my inability to be perfect, which is to live without sin, screw-ups, mess-ups, or mistakes. I have made a few whopping great errors, to put it mildly, in my short stint on planet Earth. I have learned, and I have lived with the consequences, sometimes. As a Christian, however, my awareness of my mortality meets my awareness of my inability to pay off my debt to God for all my sin and the knowledge that because I could never possibly pay Christ sacrificed himself so that atonement could be made and I could live a life of freedom like I had never owed a thing this leaves me in an awkward spot where as a human I'm aware that by all definitions of the word I can never be worthy it's easy knowing this to live life in a defeatist manner only if the story ended there. It doesn't. At the cross, Christ exchanged his righteousness, holiness, and worthiness for my sin, failure, and unworthiness, and essentially gave me a renewable ticket to freedom, which is what we call grace, with added help from him via the Holy Spirit to ensure that though I am bound by my humanity to err again, I'm able to get up and keep going without condemnation, not giving up, but pressing forward until life in this fragile, flawed body ends and a perfect, eternal life begins. What on earth has all this got to do with imposter syndrome? Well, hang in there and I'll tell you. So, imposter syndrome was first described by psychologists in 1978. Research from 2011 estimated that about 70% of people would experience at least one episode of imposter syndrome in their lifetime. That's only an estimate. And I do believe that if everyone on the planet knew that what they had experienced at some point in their lives had a name and that this was it, they would all report having experienced it at some point or another, and some multiple times. That's a lot of phony human beings. Or is it? I feel as though, as a Christian, I would be placed at a further disadvantage believing that I am incapable of being worthy because I am doomed to always make mistakes. And though I know that those mistakes are covered for by the grace of God through Christ's sacrifice, I wallow in the unworthiness and crush myself, cheating myself of the freedom to be and do my best that I should possess. But here's where it gets interesting. It is not considered by God because we are flawed, an impossibility for us to prosper. 
Not once does he say this. In fact, the act of him providing a way for us to keep going is a trust in the capacity he has given us to make progress. Besides, not always making the right choices is not always the exact same thing as sinning and offending God. In fact, he implores us to use the resources he has given us and put within us to have dominion over the earth, to run the race well, and to show ourselves approved unto him. These sayings talk about hard work, duh. (laughs) We are not capable, we're not incapable of anything just because we're flawed. Rather, we bring more glory to him by what we are able to do and achieve despite not being perfect. Funny enough, non-Christians already get this. Ever heard the saying, try, try, try again? Or thought about how the people of the world value working hard towards goals and achievements? It is not wrong to believe in the ability that God has given us, to train it, improve it, and to do our best to build it up. Believing also in the additional help of the Holy Spirit to help us learn all things. It is not wrong to think of yourself as qualified for a job or a position or a mission. In the same way, it is not wrong to try to become qualified for these either. It's actually illogical and unbiblical to not do your best. It pleases God when we work on the gifts he's given us and make something of them. I've slightly strayed here, but just stay with me. Logic dictates that to work on a gift that you have, that would require study and or practice. Sometimes this requires going to an academic institution to learn more or to go into a job to gain more experience in that particular area, both of which often require you to meet the requirements and apply. This means you have to prove your worthiness in the first place. If you deem yourself unworthy, you would not bother to apply, nor would you bother to train, and you would achieve nothing, withering away to nothing with time. This is the worst thing you could possibly do. I'm going to allow you to go and have a look at Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30, for the story of someone who did this and for how God dealt with him. It displeases God greatly when we do nothing with his gifts to or in us for the world. Coming back to feeling like an imposter, in my pseudo-piety, more like a lack of understanding and a deceived state, I believed myself to be wholly unworthy in every way and incapable of anything. Though to be honest, some part of you always knows that this is untrue. The only option is to try my best. Even when feedback is negative, that only means that I should try harder but not give up. Even when things get hard and test the very fibers of who I am, the only option is to work harder, try harder, learn new things and improve to improve the situation. I say all of that to say this. You and I cannot afford to feel unworthy. We cannot afford to be caged birds living like we're helpless when the door to the cage is actually open. If you feel unworthy, the only option is to do something to make yourself feel worthier. But to be where you are in the first place, the truth is you have to be qualified in some sense of the word, suitable for, called to, and intended for, and therefore worthy of the position. 
You may not understand or believe it, but you need to put it in your head, get some glue and stick it down firmly. You are worthy. And if you don't believe it or feel it, then simply go get worthy. That was Enlightenmental 1.7 and I will see you next week. Take care now. Listeners, thank you so much for supporting, listening, sharing, and you know, giving me your feedback. I love hearing from you guys. So please do stay in touch if you have any questions, you want to have a discussion about anything I've talked about, or if you want any more information, or if you'd like to suggest something that you'd like to hear me talk about in future, please do feel free to send me an email, check out my website, chiohi.com or leave a comment down below. Um, I look forward to hearing from you guys again, and I will be back again next Monday, 9 p.m. UK time. Take care of yourself. Bye.